Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I trust and pray you're having a wonderful day today, that you've been walking uh, in the light, that you've been uh, fellowshipping with the Savior, that you've been seeking after souls and spending time on your knees in prayer. I tell you, you do those things every day, you're going to be just fine. In fact, I would challenge you every single day, pray every single day, witness, and every single day study the Word of God. And you do those things, and you cannot help but stay close to Jesus. Sometimes people will say, Brother Cooper, what can I do to renew my fellowship? Or how can I strengthen my fellowship? Well, you do those three things. Now, there's way more you can do, but do those three things. Read your Bible, pray, witness to one person every day, and it'll help you strengthen your relationship with your Savior. And by the way, if you're saved, that should be my desire. That should be your desire for born-again people. We should want to know more about our Jesus every single day. We ought to want to learn Him better. We ought to want to get to know Him better. We ought to want to dive deeper into His love and uh, have a better comprehension of Christ. And how do you get that? From his Bible, from meditating on the Word of God, from communing with him in prayer, and from doing what he does, or what he loved the most, witnessing to lost people, giving them the gospel. We've been studying in the book of 1 John together, and we are in chapter number 2, and I believe this is our seventh or so broadcast in this second chapter. Now, if you've missed any prior Bible studies, you can find those via the podcast. Go to wherever it is you listen to your podcast, and you can find us there. Just type in Striving for Revival and subscribe. It's all free, and that gives you access to the archived Bible studies. And you can go back as far as they go back and listen at your leisure. And that way you can keep up with us. I know sometimes in life, things happen that are unexpected, not planned for. In fact, that's just life. Life is that. And sometimes you're not able to listen as we do this on air live. And so you need to go back and that'll enable you to do that. You can take notes and never miss a study. Now today, 1 John chapter 2, we just got through John's dissertation on the world. And we're not to love the world or chase after the world or have any fond affection for this world. The Bible said, love not the world. And the Bible tells us the world is the antithesis of God. It is anti-Christ, and to love the world is to be an enemy of God, and we don't want that as born-again people. We want to be affectionate, friendly, in fellowship with the Heavenly Father. So we're not to love the world's system. We're not to love the world's fashion. We're not to love the world's philosophy. We're to uh, follow after Christ. So he says, love not the world. And then we have this admonition as to why we're not to love this world, because it's full of antichrist. And he talks about the last days are coming. He said in verse 18, little children, it is the last time. The Lord is coming soon. We're living in the last of the last days. These are perilous times. The world is filled with things that are anti-God and anti-Christ. And even some who used to profess to be Christians uh, have gone out from us because 
because they were not of us, he says. He said, but I want you to continue. I don't want you to stray. I don't want you to uh, capitulate, but you stand fast. You stay. And the the Holy Ghost is just making manifest that they weren't part of this crowd to begin with. So you just stay with the stuff. You don't walk in this world. You don't listen to the naysayer. You stick with your scripture. Now we come to verse 20, and he tells us how we can do that. How in the world is a child of God supposed to stay straight in a crooked world? How in the world is a child of God supposed to stay righteous in a wicked world? How in the world is a child of God supposed to stay holy in a hell-bound world? Well, here's how you and I can accomplish that. It's given to us in verse number 20. It says, But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. You have an unction an enablement, an endowment. You've been given the ability, that force that you need to do the will of God. Ye have an unction. Now, this unction, the Bible says, has been given to us from the Holy One, from the Holy One. Unction. Another word for unction is anointing. So he says, you have an anointing. You have a touch. You have something that this lost world doesn't have. Yes, the odds are against you. Yes, the days are perilous. Yes, the time is the last time, but you have an unction, but you have an anointing, but you have an enablement, you have an endowment to accomplish and stay in the will of God. We have an anointing. So what is this he's speaking of? Well, if any of you know your Bible, then you understand clearly he is speaking of we have the Holy Spirit of God. In fact, verse 27 of the same chapter, but the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you. And you need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. So here we find that anointing is not just upon us, but it is within us, and we understand who that is. That is the Holy Spirit of God who took up residency within our being when we were born again. He came in and quickened our dead spirit. Thank God he sealed us into the day of redemption. He's become our earnest. He's become our uh, He's become our comforter, our teacher, our guide, and he is the enabler. He is the endure. He is that force from within that enables us to do the will of God. You and I have been given an unction from the Holy One. Too many times we look at the odds and forget about the unction. We look about the difficulty and neglect the unction. We talk about the impossibility and we don't major on the unction. But can I say the unction that has been given is your unction to function in these final days. You can overcome the odds. You can overcome the impossibility. You can overcome the difficulty because greater is he that is in you than he that's in this world. Well, who is in me? Christ is in me, the hope of glory, in the person of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost of God, resides within the believer. I'm his temple, I'm his tabernacle, I'm his house, I'm his dwelling place, and so are you if you're saved. You say, well, Brother Cooper, I just don't think we can stand. You can. You say, I just don't think we can uh, persevere. Yes, we can. You say, I just don't think we can make it. Sure we can. Why? Because it's not in my might, not by my wisdom, but by his Spirit, and that's how I can get the job done. Preacher, you can still preach in this generation. 
You say, well, nobody wants to hear preaching in this generation. Well, they've never wanted to hear preaching. Lost men, they don't want that. No, they want their ears tickled and their backs scratched. Nobody's ever said, hey, preach the devil out of me who's lost. The world has never been fond of Bible preaching. But can I say, you have an unction from the Holy One. So here's what I do. I guess I'd take my Bible, open up my King James Bible, find a good verse, and clear out some real estate and preach a little while. Why? I've got an unction. It's not in my eloquence. It's in my endowment. It's not my academia. It's in the power of God. It's not in my wisdom. It's in his power. Thank God for an unction from the Holy One. Soul winner, you can keep winning souls. You say, well, I don't know. Nobody wants the gospel. That's not true. That's just a lazy man's excuse for not going soul winning and being apathetic about the Great Commission. Just this week, I've seen people saved on their doorstep. Several, not just one, several. This week, as I do this, God helped us to see people saved door-to-door soul winning. You'll convince yourself nobody wants it. That's not true. They want it. They might not even know what they're looking for, but they know they're looking, and you have their answer. But you have an unction. It's not your words. It's not your soul-winning spiel. It's not your salesmanship. It is the Holy Spirit of God. And you have an unction. You have an unction from the Holy One. Prayer warrior, keep praying. That's right, but you pray in the Holy Ghost. You pray in the Spirit. You don't just go through the motions and utter flippant words into the atmosphere, but you pray with the horns of the altar firmly in your grip, in power, in the power of God. Pray. You can pray. Church still works. Thank God. And we don't have to put on a show. We just need to be filled with the Spirit. You have an unction. And here's what that unction does. It helps us discern. Here's what he said. And you know all things. You have an unction from the Holy One. The Holy Spirit indwells every believer, and He reveals things to you and I. He helps us understand things that a carnal man cannot understand. We have someone dwelling in us who can reveal to us things that are in the Word of God. We have an unction. We have an anointing that gives us the assurance of our salvation, that gives us the comprehension of what God is doing in our generation. And we don't have to walk about like blind men groping uh, for the wall. No, but we can see. Thank God through the vision of the Holy Spirit, the leadership of the Holy Spirit, the guidance of the Holy Spirit. We have the ability to do the will of God and thank God through him we have the acumen to understand and discern the will of God and that enables us not to be drawn away by these antichrists not to be sucked into the last days mentality and not to be knocked off course or taken into the will of God but we can continue steadfastly fulfilling the will of God occupying until he comes in our generation Until next time, pray with me for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.